Hi, it's Rainy G. I want to talk to the me generation today, the Obama supporters, the Tea Partiers, the GOP, um, the Democrats, everybody who believes that this health care bill is one thing or another. Most people disagree with it, 53%, 38% want it. Now, who are those 38%, I wonder? The ones who want handouts, who believe that health care is a right, not something that you um, take care of yourself, that you're in charge of. You know, for years we've been podcasting about holistic health and how health is your responsibility. Not the government's, but yours. It's your duty to your body, to your soul. Your body is the harbor for your soul. It's your duty to take care of your body so that you don't get sick. Nobody in my circle has health insurance, nor will they uh, be forced into buying health insurance by this mandate and this new law that has been passed. If you haven't read that bill, and I know most of you haven't, because it's too many pages and it's too complicated and it's too hard, um, especially if you're between the ages of 18 and 35, you just won't read it, will you? Because it's not um, coming over an iPod or um, on a reality TV show or filled with drama like <clears throat> like um, Real Housewives or... or uh, comedy like The Office. You just won't deal with your surroundings because it's all about you. It's the me generation. The me generation just doesn't look at the country or our history, our position in the global world as being important, as being something that you need to respond to or be aware of or take responsibility for. And that's why we are losing our country. Now you hear the older people. You call the older people, any gener anybody in this generation who's um, over 50, talking about how scared they are, how upset they are, that we have lost our freedoms. And you don't understand it because you see it as freedom to get a free handout. Wow, I get to stay on my parents' um, insurance policies with health care until I'm 26. And the parents say, guess what? We don't want you on our policy. Now what are you going to do? Or you say, um, oh, we're going to have all this new education funding for all of us who couldn't get funding before. Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> um, you have to go through the government so you nobody may get funding. You know, the veterans who were promised education funding when they got back from Iraq and Afghanistan still don't have their checks and had to drop out of college because the bureaucracy just can't seem to provide the money. Besides the fact that we don't have any money, that we're broke, we're way broke, but you don't understand that. The me generation doesn't understand that. How can we be broke when I have a credit card and um, mom and dad are paying for everything and I can get grants to go to school if I want to or sell drugs if that's the way I'm going to make money? What, what, you know, what's the problem? How do you say that we're broke? Do your history lessons, will you please? Would you just look at history and how we are repeating history, the European history that we don't want? Germany, Spain, Italy, Venezuela, Cuba. Now, I know Sean Penn says that we shouldn't call anybody from Venezuela a dictator. Um, you realize he turned off the electricity to multiple businesses yesterday because he wants to save energy.
Now, how would you like, if you're a small business owner right now, or even if you're just an employee and you're trying to make a quota because you're selling something or you're trying to manufacture something because that's your job and Obama decides to turn off your electricity for a few days or you're in your house and you're freezing cold in the wintertime or you're dying of the heat in the summertime and you're down south and he decides that we need to save energy so we're going to turn off your electricity for several days. That's what we're heading to, people. That's where we're going. That's what cap and trade is about. That's what part of this whole health care bill is about. It's about control. It's controlling you, your body, everything, everything about you. The education part of this health care bill is to control our children. Or if you are a child listening to this, is to control you, to decide what you're going to learn. We're going to change history and rewrite it. Ask Michelle Obama. She said very distinctly, we will rewrite history. That doesn't mean become history. That doesn't mean this historical health care bill. That means rewriting history. There's no George Washington who lost many battles until he crossed the Delaware and got to his knees and prayed to God. There's no um, Benjamin Franklin. There's no Thomas Jefferson. <clears throat> There's no Calvin Coolidge. There's Teddy Roosevelt. That's who they keep talking about. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, boy, Teddy was cool. Spanish-American War, he was out there doing his thing. But he thought everybody should have a house, everybody should have health care, and we should rewrite the Constitution. Didn't happen. So FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, not really related, but you know how the Roosevelts were. They even married cousins. Um, decided that everybody should have a home and everybody should have welfare and everybody should have health care and, and couldn't get it done. So now we have Obama who ran on a socialist agenda and, and I have had just so many people say, well, I didn't know that's what he was doing. Why not? I had friends of mine tell me how much they did the research on this guy. And, and it seems like he was really going to be refreshing and change things. And it was so hopeful. And isn't it going to be wonderful? You know, there won't be the same old crap going on in, in Washington, D.C. anymore. And, and he's going to clean out Congress and make sure there's no corruption and everything's going to be online. And he's, he's like the new generation. He's like me. And uh, you're finding out because of only right-wing media, not left-wing media, lamestream media that's been bought and sold. But you're finding out that maybe that was a mistake. He told you directly he was going to transform the United States of America. Transform it into what? Did anyone ask him? Did you ask him? Transform it into a what? Uh, a socialist society, a communist society, a Marxist society? Which ism did you miss? He has been super left-wing socialist and communist since he began. He ran with three communist parties in Chicago. They're the ones who supported him. The new, new party and, and two other ones. All the people he's appointed in his cabinet and elsewhere that we don't even know about in his czarina and czar circles are communists or socialists because his agenda was socialist. It's to bring America down to where everybody else was who are now changing. They know socialism doesn't work people in Europe, so they're changing. It's to bring America down to a level playing field. Do you remember him saying we got to level the playing field? It doesn't mean level it for them. This health care bill went through and people didn't read it. You didn't read it. 
Pelosi told you once we pass it, you'll know what's in it. Obama said on a Fox News interview, when it passes, you'll know what's in it, and I'll know what's in it. You see, they're creating it again right now. That was just an outline. You thought the pre-existing conditions were going to be covered. Not till 2014, after the next presidential election. They are... Uh, you have some pre-existing conditions covered in children, but those were already covered under the Children Chip Act that they did a year ago. You thought that um, everybody was going to be covered by uh, with health insurance now, including illegal aliens. Well, that's true. Illegal aliens will be covered. They'll go into the Medicaid system. For those of you who are on Medicaid, why don't you talk to your neighbors and friends and tell them what that's like. I was on Medicaid for two weeks. I made sure I got out of there as fast as I could. Times were tough. Jobs were hard to find. Unemployment was high. Interest rates were skyrocketing. The economy was in trouble, but there was no way I was going to stay on Medicaid. Sitting in rooms with hundreds of people falling asleep waiting for their number to be called to see some shady little doctor behind a... Um, not even a screen, a, a, a sheet, down a hallway where 10 other people were behind sheets, where they could give you a quick look over and say, okay, take this pill and go home. Um, that's Medicaid. That's what that's all about. I think that the illegal aliens who have been using the emergency rooms were much better off going there than they were with Medicaid. Most doctors are not going to take Medicaid or Medicare anymore under this bill. So even if you are... Uh, newly insured and on Medicaid because you're poor. Find a doctor if you can. Who will see you? If you're on Medicare, of course, these seniors are being screwed as usual. They're taking, you know, $500 billion, $600 billion out of Medicare, which is already almost insolvent, to pay for this program because they have no other way to pay for it because we're broke. So what? You said that's just Medicare Part D. Well, um, in Medicare insurance premiums are going to go up another 1.76% on everybody who makes $200,000 right now or more by next year because of the insolvency problem with Medicare. You'll see people paying much more out of their paychecks. And the point is this, that the seniors who are receiving Medicare have paid for this all their lives out of their paychecks. <laughs> My my you know my paychecks I used to, people say well you make all this money okay after you take out social security taxes medicare your pay has gone down about 30% so you paid into medicare you paid into social security like a savings account almost but it's for insurance insurance that you will be taken care of when you're older and as far as retirement goes and as far as health insurance goes that was insurance that was a a left-wing idea. That was FDR and Johnson who did that. But, okay, people got on it because that's what you had to do. It was forced. Now, the Democrats would like you to believe that you love it. I don't love Medicare, and I don't love Social Security. Never have. But I paid into Social Security since I was 16 years old. That's my money. I want it back. And if we're not going to allow people to receive their Social Security checks or their Medicare checks, then I think that everybody who is who was born um, anywhere between 1942 and up to 1987 should sue the government for a lump sum payment. 
then let's see what happens with our dollar and our economy. Because that's our money. It should have interest attached to it, but it doesn't. And it was supposed to be not touched, but it was by our Congress. We need to change Congress. There's no doubt about that. You notice most of Washington is lawyers, not business people, not the not common people like you and me, you and I, whatever. But business uh, business people, um, excuse me, lawyers who probably couldn't make it out there, so they ran for office. They have no idea what's in the Constitution. They don't understand constitutional law. They don't understand the law of the land. They don't understand what's going on with our country, with the people in our country. They're totally out of touch. They're on the beltway in, in D.C. getting their perks and their their um, backdoor deals and this and that and the other, and who knows? I mean, we don't even know, okay? Um, they make their $274,000 a year and up, plus they get their, their kickbacks from the lobbyists. So they make four, five, six hundred thousand dollars a year. By the way, you didn't know, but the people who crafted this bill are exempt from having to deal with it. They don't have to be on the same health care system as you. And for those of you who want a single payer, like Canada, how come you're not in Canada working there? You know why? Because the tax rates are so incredibly high to try to pay for the Canadian health care system, which still doesn't work, that people actually drive over the borders to work in the United States and claim their employment there so that their taxes aren't as high. You go live in Canada and have free health care all you want. It's not free. If you work, it'll cost you about 58% of your paycheck. So 58 cents out of every dollar goes to paying for the health care that all of your friends are getting for free. And then you say, well, I just won't work. I'll just get free health care and welfare. Um, when the money runs out, where do you go then? You had students in Berkeley rioting last week or a couple of weeks ago because tuition's going to go up and, and the government's not going to pay for it. These me generation kids are so used to having everything handed to them that they don't understand that, you know, why? If you're out of, California's out of money. It can't give you anymore. So now where are you going to go? You're going to riot and break, break in the stores and throw bricks at people? That's going to get you your education? That's going to get it paid for? I didn't even assume I was going to college when I was a kid. Unless I could figure out how I was going to pay for college, one way or another, I didn't assume I was going to go. I assumed I was going to work. I started work when I was 10. I got my Social Security number and became legal when I was 16, a legal worker. I was illegal from 10 to 16 working, but it was all under the table dollar stuff. You know, I picked berries and tied grapes and scrubbed urinals and scrubbed floors. I mowed lawns and... and um, uh, did dishes at a restaurant and then started waiting on tables and did everything I could to pay my own way. And I was proud of it. And boy, where is that pride now? Where is the pride? Where is the work ethic? Where is the American work ethic that says, I want to make a difference. I'm an American and I want to do everything I can to make my country better, to make myself better. The me generation. You people out there who think everything is about you, and as long as it doesn't affect you, you don't care. If it does affect you, you want it handed to you, given to you, gifted to you. The only gift you have is from God, not from the government. God gave you life. God allowed you to live here. Um, God even chose your parents for you, so he knew where you were going to live. 
God gave you free will, the power of choice, which the government is now taking away. And you still sit back and say, look what, look how great this is. We're going to have free health care and free education and handouts and Obama money. And everybody's going to be the same. Nobody's going to be richer than I am. Nobody's going to be rich at all, babe. And not, not you, not me. It's going to be the power elite. You'll see Obama up there, you know, racing around in Air Force One and, um, Pelosi flying her grandchildren, her nieces and nephews on Air Force planes. You don't get to do that. And you now cannot even strive to do that. You're not allowed. You won't be allowed. You won't have anything left to try to strive to be an elite person. You won't get there. Because the American dream is being destroyed along with the Constitution. We're going to change all that. We're going to stop it. I'm not giving up. I'll fight till my last breath to save this country for me and for my kids and their grandkids and and on down the line. It's going to take a long time and it's going to take some sacrifice and I can't think just about me. I have to think about the United States of America just like my parents did and my grandparents did. My father and all of his brothers fought in World War II. If we were attacked right now at Pearl Harbor, I wonder how many of you would sacrifice anything to go to war. Would you run? Would you join the other side? Would you sit back and watch it somewhere on a television or an iPod? Is that what you would do to save your country? That's what you would do to save the place that has been the beacon of freedom for everyone around the world for hundreds of years? I think we don't have enough people who want to fight who are willing to die for their country anymore. And that's, you know, that is heartbreaking. That that sends my heart into just... Uh, the deepest sadness that's ever known. I have no problem dying for my country, dying for the freedoms that my country provides. And I will, if that's what I have to do. Because my we're here to allow the next generation to have a better life. And then you, who are part of that next generation, are here for the same reason. Not to sit back and, 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 and watch these dramas on television and know that mom's got the credit card bill and mom's got the cell phone bill, so don't worry about anything. Dad will take care of getting me a car. I can go to college if I want or not. You know, I'll go become a lawyer or a doctor. Well, don't bother being a doctor anymore because one-third of the doctors are going to quit. You're not going to be able to find a doctor anywhere because the government's going to decide how much doctors get paid. Eventually, the government will decide how much lawyers get paid. Then we'll really be in good shape. We'll put caps on all of this stuff that lawyers do. But for now, um, we are about 64%, I think, somewhere around there, somebody figured out, into being a socialist society. Did you vote for socialism and communism? Is that what you wanted? Is that where your hope and change was? If it wasn't, if you're getting angry, maybe scared, about where this country's going and the fact that the dollar bill will mean nothing and that your standing as an American in this world will mean nothing, that you're being laughed at by Western Europe, you're being overtaken by the Chinese, you're being threatened by Venezuela um, and Iran, you're being ignored by other countries because you are now an American and you don't count anymore. If those things are bothering you, then why aren't you doing the work to stop it? 
you know, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I've been an independent forever. I have voted both ways, depending on the individual and their platforms and their policies. Um, so I, I, I'm not affiliated on any side. But I do appreciate the fact that at least the Republicans are trying in Congress to stop what's going on. They brought out the truth. Reverend Sharpton yesterday said, "What you know, why are people so upset? You voted for socialism when you voted for Obama. He told you he was a socialist in so many words. And that's what you voted for, so this is what you wanted. What are you upset about? The Republicans pushed them to finally say this is progress. Well, the progressive movement is the communist movement. If you don't know that, then you haven't been doing any of your homework. And you're a selfish SOB. Because you think as long as it's not affecting me, it doesn't matter. But it's going to affect you. And by the time it gets to you and it does affect you, there won't be anybody left to protect you or defend you. That's an old story. You know, they, they, they came for the Jews and I wasn't Jewish, so I didn't say anything. They came for the poor and I wasn't poor, so I didn't say anything. They came for the women and I was a man, so I didn't say anything. They came for people with blonde hair, and I had brown, so I didn't say anything. By the time they came for me, there was no one left to protect me or to save me. And that's what's going to happen. There'll be no one left. You can laugh at the Tea Partiers. They're old people, and they're all white. No, they're not. The Tea Partiers are, are not even a party, nor should they be. The people who went out and said, the only way we know how to defend our country right now without armed insurrection is to make signs and march that we have the freedom to assemble and the freedom and freedom of speech and we can go let our representatives know that we disagree with what they're doing the problem with all of that is that the representatives don't care because more than two-thirds of, of the House of Representatives is socialist and you voted them in how many of you know the representatives from your state their names and their platforms how many of you know the senators? Most of the time people know the senators more than they know the reps. The representatives from all the districts that you live in, that you drive through, that you work in. Do you know their names, what their backgrounds are? Did you know that Nancy Pelosi spent the last four years of her tenure in the Congress pushing to make sure the socialists got into the House of Representatives so that they could push this agenda through? Did you know that this agenda building has been going on for 60 years? Did you know that they've been planning to take over the United States from inside the government? Because the Japanese taught us that. They said after World War II, to defeat the monster, you must get into the belly of the monster, which they are now in. Did you know that it still can be defeated if you mass together? That the people of the United States are the strongest humanity in the world? that we still do, thank God, have some parts of the Constitution left that we can use as a tool to overcome communism in our country, to overcome this socialist agenda from these arrogant SOBs in Washington, these arrogant jackasses who yesterday celebrated with champagne and laughter that they had taken over control of one-sixth of the economy, and the health care and education parts of their agenda that the government now controls them the only thing left is energy they will use immigration of course they're going to push immigration and amnesty 
for one reason and one reason only, and for all of you who support that, know that you are being used. Whether you are black or Hispanic or or Chinese or whatever, and you're here illegally, you're being used. Black people have been used by the Democratic Party for years. They use them for votes, and then they abuse them, and they forget them. They're going to do the same thing to you. They want you to feel indebted to them, to the Democrats. Feel indebted. They're going to give you amnesty, so you should vote for them for the rest of your lives. Regardless of what it does to your children, the economy, the country that you wanted to be a part of, the country that you sneaked into, regardless of all those things, they're going to, they're going to make sure that you know that they gave you that freedom. And so you should vote for them. And Bill Clinton said it some months ago. He said, if we can get amnesty for all the illegal aliens in the United States and push through the agenda that Barack Obama is doing, Democrats can stay in power for decades. Decades. 40, 50, 60 years. We will look more like Cuba by then, or Venezuela. But you don't care, do you? Because you won't be able to have your iPods and your computers, and you could be like China, where they decide what you see on the internet. Um, you could be like Canada and wait in line for years to try to get better until you die because you couldn't find any any doctors and you couldn't afford it. You could be um, like Venezuela again and and get your electricity turned off and on whenever they decide that you need it. Um, Right now, we have an agricultural czar who has taken over the food, the school lunch programs under Michelle Obama's tutelage. And you will see in the next few weeks where schools now have to only serve what she says should be served in school lunches. Now, is that all bad? No, people say, are you kidding? That's great. We won't have any of the junk food in our kids anymore. That's fine. But the point is, they shouldn't be the ones to determine that. You and the school board, you and the PTA, you and your children and the PTA and the school board should, and your state should be the one to determine that, not the federal government. The states have the power, not the federal government. The Constitution very clearly gives power to the people and the states they live in over the federal government. The federal government is, is supposed to be this little tiny thing that makes sure that there's unity among the states that they provide the infrastructure, like roads and, and bridges, that Congress allots the money to do those things, and that they protect the United States. That's their job. That's it. That's all they're supposed to be doing. They're not supposed to be deciding who gets a student loan, depending on whether they voted for Obama or the Democratic Party, or depending on what color they are, or depending on what district they came from. That's not what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to determine what your kids eat in school, depending on what they're eating in, in uh, Washington, D.C. Oh, it doesn't apply to them, I forgot. They're just going to determine what your kids eat. They're not supposed to determine um, when you use your electricity that you pay for every month or your gas. They're not supposed to determine how warm you're supposed to feel or cool you're supposed to feel. That's not up to them. But you're giving them that power. You are empowering them every single day that you don't fight them that you aren't out there trying to take our country back. You are giving them that power, and they know it. And they know it's because most people believe in some kind of God, that they have some kind of moral values that tells them that they shouldn't, you know, don't don't call any names, and don't yell too loud, and, and, and 
don't arm yourself. Even though you're allowed to under the Constitution, don't cause any violence. Don't do that. That's only for the left wing to do. Well, the left wing knows that right wing or conservative people would never march on Washington with guns because that's not what we do. We believe in God too much. We're too charitable. We're too kind. We're too centered. We're not like the uh, anti-war movements where you throw things at windows and try to hurt people. Um, we're not like William Ayers who wants to blow up buildings to make a point about getting away from a war. We don't do that. The Tea Partiers don't do that. Conservatives don't do that. GOPers don't do that. Um, they just don't. And if you hear that they are, it's usually either one loon who's out there pretending to be a part of that group or it was sent by the opposite side to make it look like that group's doing that. That's called propaganda, and that's what this particular party in power uses a lot. Just to convince you that that they're the crazy people and that the Democrats are the wise ones doing everything for you. We don't have the money. We don't have anything, any revenues coming in the United States because we don't make anything anymore. We exported, we, we outsourced everything. We don't, we don't, they own the cars. Do you see how well GM's doing? They own the financial institutions, gave the money to the banks. Do you see the banks lending any money? Do you know housing sales are down again? So if you're a realtor, you're still not doing well. The unemployment rate is really not 9.4%, but probably more on the average of 17% in every state because people have stopped looking. They're going to allow 30 more million, 30 million more people to come into the healthcare system when doctors are going to be leaving and nobody's going to take Medicaid. They're going to put those 30 million people to work and green jobs. Um, I thought it was hysterical this winter when, when the, um, the windmills in the Midwest froze. And so if that was the only thing you were relying on for your energy, you didn't have any. And they didn't even know how to unfreeze them. They couldn't get them unfrozen to produce the power that they needed. But when asked, how come that happened? The people who built the windmills and put them there said nobody asked about whether they were climate compatible. Okay, so you have, uh, let's say we're going to put 60 windmills um, on I-10 across uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama. Just 60. See how it works. The first hurricane that comes through should really show people something. And then we're going to put 60 more up in uh, Wisconsin and Ohio and, and western New York. And the first bad winter that comes through, that'll, that'll show people something too. But we're making green jobs. Well, guess what? The windmills are made in China. So how many jobs did you get from even thinking about green jobs? And then we're going to go out and we're going to caulk houses. <clears throat> the houses, the, the amount of money that's going into the, the Cash for Caulkers program is billions. I would say that each person who goes around and clocks 10 windows is probably getting paid about $300,000 to do that. Or you could go out and buy a 299 thing of clock and do it yourself and save the country billions of dollars. You could do that, but you probably won't. Not the me generation. Because as long as somebody else will take care of it, you don't care. You, you feel that you'll have your credit cards and always have that money available to you. So what are you worried about? <coughs> Well, if you're not worried, you're a sick person and you need help. <laughs> if you think that socialism is the way to go, you should never have been living in America in the first place. 
move to a socialist country. Get the hell out of here. Leave us alone. We want the American experiment. We want the idea that people are able and should be able to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. Mostly liberty. That the freedoms of being an American are incorporated into the Bill of Rights through the constitutional amendments. And that those freedoms allow us to speak what we want to speak, like I am. Live where we want to live, basically. Carry arms to stop, not to shoot people on the streets or to stop drug people, but to stop tyranny from the government. That's why we have that amendment there, that we have the right to bear arms. So that when our government gets out of control or begins to become what it is now, that the people can rise up with their arms and change it and take take it back, bring it back to the Constitution. I am a constitutional person. I am running for president still. Not that I'll probably have a chance in the world because I don't have millions of dollars anywhere. I don't have people in my little network that have millions of dollars. I don't have the ability to go to radio stations and TV stations and make my name known. The only abilities I have are through networking and these kind of podcasts and and hopefully <clears throat> getting enough people to get the word out. But that, So maybe I don't have a chance. I still have the ability to speak my piece. And, and, I, and I believe in the Constitution. I believe that the Constitution is the only law of the land, and it was divinely inspired by the God that oversaw this new experiment called the United States of America, the United States of America, not the United Federal Government of America, the United States of America. You want to help, you want to do something, you get a hold of all of your representatives, your attorneys general in every state, your governors, and you tell them that you want this health care bill repealed, that you want not only um, this thing to be repealed, but changed so that we have absolute, total good reform. And as this continues, that you, you, you just may want to do a constitutional Congress and stop everything that this man and his czars and his cabinet and this corrupt Congress have done. You should be repealing Pelosi and Reed. Call them out and call them back. You can do a recall on them. You can have enough signatures to recall them, to fire them from Congress. That should have been done over a year ago. It should have been done over two years ago. But it didn't affect me. So I didn't do it. I didn't want to do the work. I don't have the time. I'm so busy looking for a job. I'm on employment right now for the next 99 weeks or two and a half years. and I can get that check and I can stay home and watch TV and get up late, play on the computer or go to Facebook or Twitter and check things out. And You know, I just don't have the time to call any of those stupid politicians and get involved with any of that stuff. I'm not political. I don't care about politics. I, you know, I just want to live my life. Well, the personal is political. That comes from Mao, so you must understand that. Mao Zedong said the personal is political. Because whatever you do in your life, whatever you do, whether you get up in the morning and brush your teeth and go to work, or you get up in the morning late and watch television, the energy that you're using to do that, the house that you live in, the transportation you use, the employment that you have, um... The health that you are, that you are enjoying or not enjoying, now it's all government control now. You don't think that your personal is political? It certainly is. And it's been taken over by a hostile, tyrannical 
government and it's continuing it's continuing he said oh you fired up ready to go i got more to do i'm not tired yet pelosi says this is only the beginning yeah it's only the beginning you don't stop it now we're done forever you think we can just, you know, elect somebody in twenty in November of twenty ten and re elect a new president in twenty twelve and everything will get fixed? Every day that you aren't fighting what's going on right now, we lose another generation. It's gonna take that long to recover and repair the damage. We'll be forty trillion dollars in debt by twenty twelve. Forty trillion. All the Chinese have to do is say, I'd like San Francisco and New York, please. And I'd like um, the Grand Canyon. They have eminent domain rights. Obama gave it to them. Obama gave drilling rights to the Russians in the Gulf of Mexico, where we could employ three, four, nine million people drilling for oil and gas that would give us energy independence. But he gave it to the Russians. Get a clue, people. Get a clue. If you really want to be a Russian, if you really want to be a Venezuelan or a Cuban, Please go there and let the American people who believe in the God-given rights of the United States of America and the Constitution, let us be. Please, share this. Send this link to people. There are 100 and something, 35 podcasts on Podomatic. You can get them on Podomatic.com. You can get them at earthwalk-usa.com. Just click on them. You can click on my picture and you'll get the whole podcast page that lists all the different podcasts that there are. Share them with people. If you're afraid to talk to them, give them a link. If you don't know what to say to them, give them a link. Go to my Facebook page. I've, I put millions of informative articles and statements on my Facebook page every day. Um, but get educated and help your friends get educated and do the work. Help the the attorneys general throughout the United States. There's 13 of them right now. We, if we had 17, we could call a constitutional congress and change everything this guy has done. But help their states, help them do what they're trying to do now to stop this Obamacare uh, travesty. Help them do it. And, you know, write letters to the editors so that the courts don't wait for two years, that they don't sit on this. If they see that there's public outrage and it's continuing and that that outrage is right out there, the courts will handle this very quickly. It won't take ten years to get to the Supreme Court because by then it's way too late. And that's why the White House is saying, go ahead. We don't care. Go ahead. Sue us. We'll make sure with appeals and everything else that it takes years and years to, to do anything. Uh-uh. The American people can change that. You make a big enough stink. You make a loud enough noise. And those courts, those judges will say, I better do something about this right now. This is a hot issue. It is illegal. And we have to stop it. So do the work. And if you are still, after all of this, everything I've told you over the weeks, months, and years that I've been on here... If you are still a me generation person who doesn't care, get off my podcast. Get out of my country. Get out of my life. And if you want to write me and say, I don't want to listen to you anymore because you're so negative, fine. I have tried to warn you for over two and a half years about Barack Obama. I've tried to tell you this is not a good thing. You have to know the whole picture. I'm a holistic health consultant. I look at the whole picture all the time. I don't see the little, oh, yeah, but it's good because they're going to cover pre-existing. No, they're not. Not for years. 
I look at the whole picture and I see it and I try to impart it to you so that you can see it. And if you're not paying attention, if you're not listening, if you're not watching, if you're not spreading the word, if you're not doing the work, I don't want you. I don't want you here. Go away. Because I'm done with you. I'm done with the laziness. I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with the, with the, uh, the Combs idea of what life should be when he says, what's wrong with socialism? There's lots wrong with socialism. It has never worked anywhere. Check out all the countries. Just check them. The socialist, communist countries. Go ahead. Please. Don't look at your textbooks in school because they've already rewritten those. But go look at, go find it before that history is rewritten and, and obliterated. Go find out what happened in China with 70 million people. Go find out what happened with Stalin. Go ask the French and the Germans and the Italians and the Canadians what's happening with socialized anything. Go check out their economies. Go see how they pay their taxes. And then move there, please. Or move to Cuba or Venezuela. Live in a hut. Have your electricity controlled by a dictator. But but don't stay here and cause problems. We don't want to be like that. This is the United States of America. The United States of America. Barack Obama, I know you listen to this because I watch the, the map every time I put these up. If it's either you or one of your staff and your Secret Service people, it, it's interesting because I have the map of who listens. And when they went to Hawaii, it was within three minutes of doing the podcast, the Hawaii point came up, which never comes up. I say, I, I know you're listening. We're coming for you. You're done. Your time here on Earth probably is very short. I'm not threatening you. I'm not saying I'm going to assassinate you. That's not what I'm saying. Somebody probably will. I'll probably then have my champagne. I really don't care. You have done nothing but try to destroy my country and the people of my country based on your immature way of living because of, of your mentors because your daddy left you so you looked for daddies everywhere and you grew up that way and you said oh they're right I'm going to do this to America I want to do this to America I want to destroy this you even got a new pastor that's, that thinks that that um, that Jesus Christ wants to do what you're doing to America I feel sorry for you you are one lost soul and you can do to me what you want to do to me, but I will continue to incite as many people as I can to, to rid us of you. And all, all your mentors around you, your cabinet, your Pelosi's, your Reed's, your Rahm Emanuel's, your Cass, Sunstein's, your, your George Soros's, they can have all the money in the world. I am like a Patrick Henry, I guess. The only regret I have is I only have one life to give for my country. I wish I had billions. Because I would give gladly each one to restore the freedoms, to restore the Constitution, to get back to the United States of America that I have always loved. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.